Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey there, folks. Welcome to another episode of Higher Ed Retire Podcast. As always, I am your humble host. My name is Greg Shepard. I do specialize in helping folks just like yourself, assuming you're in higher education, just get the most out of those oftentimes confusing higher ed retirement plans. This podcast, it is slanted towards those pesky TIA accounts, but I try to bring in other areas of higher ed retirement plans as well. With that being said, I'm going to kick off this podcast episode with some disclosures here. And it goes a little something like this. Investment advisory services offered by me, Greg Shepard, as an investment advisor rep of SNA Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Did you get all that? Now, let me clarify one thing here before I get going. A lot of you, not a lot of you at all, some of you, actually less than a handful of you, have asked me what my relationship is with TIA and Fidelity because some of the episodes on this podcast, I do talk about Fidelity as well. I do not work for either company. Never have, never will. They are not bad companies at all. Contrary to that, they are full of very, very good, competent people. I am what's part of their advisor network. What does that mean, you ask? Basically, I can go in and see your accounts online, my clients' accounts, not your accounts out there personally. I could never see your accounts, right? You'd you'd have to sign some sort of a document in order for me to do so. But those that choose to do so, I can go in and see your accounts online and propose strategies, and you're basically a client of mine. I just have access to your accounts through their websites, and that's it. That's about it. So again, no affiliation, no kickbacks, no money uh, taken from either company. Um, Yeah, that's about it on the relationship with Tia and Fidelity. I'd like to start this episode. This is going to be a little different, so hang tight with me, okay? (laughs) This is going to be off the beaten path, but I think it's very, uh, well, it's important to me to get this off my chest, so to speak. So bear with me. Uh, This episode may not apply to a lot of you out there, but nonetheless, um, I chose to produce this content. So here we go. I'd like to start this episode with just a, a sincere thank you to everyone out there that listens to this podcast and watches my YouTube videos as well. Don't Don't miss out on those YouTube videos of the same name, Higher Red Retire, so please check those out. Chocked full of great information. I tell you what, folks, not in my wildest dreams did I ever think I'd have the ability to reach and educate as many people as I have over the last, oh, I'd say year or so. The stories you all have shared with me are literally the reason why I keep doing this, this silly little podcast in my YouTube channel as well. Honestly, the help you need is basically my inspiration. It's the inspiration uh, that I need in order to do this podcast and that silly little YouTube channel over there. You know, lots of you out there, well, quite frankly, most of you out there will never become clients of mine. And I'll never know you and I'll never speak to you or email with you as well. And that's perfectly fine. It's okay. It's perfectly fine. My industry, if you didn't know this already, folks, I've been doing this for over 20 years. So my industry is way too full of folks that do these kind of things, meaning the podcast and the YouTube thing, just for the wrong reason. I truly set out doing my podcast and YouTube channel 
in order to just reach a few people. This was literally the catalyst of this was a friend of mine, a colleague, uh, knew I was in this this niche of helping those in higher education, but I was struggling with getting the word out, the message, the education. You know, how do you do it? How you know, there's only so much you can do on LinkedIn. <laughs> we don't we don't make phone calls anymore, cold calls, which I did, by the way, twenty some odd years ago. There's only so many letters you can send out. Uh, you know the gig. So uh, he mentioned I should throw up maybe one or two videos on YouTube, which is not me at all. I'm not I'm not the social media type. And he also mentioned uh, might as well just try to produce a couple episodes on a podcast. And I did. And then here we are. And again, my goal was just to reach, I didn't know, a, a few people. And let's be honest, there's not like there's not like millions of you out there. There's not millions of people out there searching for help on TIAA accounts. So I thought. But there are a lot more of you than I expected, a lot more. Just to give you an idea, I now have over 5,000, over 5,500 followers on my YouTube channel. And we're basically at 5,000 downloads on this very, very podcast that you're listening to. Now, to me, those are just insane, insanely high numbers. But it also tells me that you're needing help with things, all different things consistent with TIAA. So just to put a bow on this monologue, on this opening, I do want to thank all of you out there that have sent kind emails, literally physical letters, and also dropped by my office to, again, literally shake my hand. It blows me away. This venture that I call this YouTube and podcast uh, venture has by far and away exceeded my expectations. And folks, I got to tell you, I'm just beginning. I've got all kinds of fun ideas floating around in my head. There's a lot of space up there in my head. So I'm very excited to move forward. Uh, I'll give you a little hint, 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 hint. A lot of you have told me to uh, take on this intimidating venture of writing some sort of book. I don't even know. So maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, the, the written word certainly escapes me and intimidates me. Uh, the vocal word, as you can tell, I'm not even very good at that. So I, I, we'll see how that plays out. But a lot of you have, have uh, expressed interest in that sort of thing. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay, so let's move on. Enough with that. So today's episode, since I am, uh, I was, I, I guess I still am, in such a feel-good mood today, I'd like to piggyback a little off that opening monologue and share with you two short scenarios from two of you that reached out to me fairly recently. Mind you, neither one of these folks became clients, but were educated enough to where their decisions changed the direction of their retirement. And folks, the reason I share these abbreviated stories with you is that I know there are some of you out there that are in situations identical to these people, to these stories that I'm, I'm about to share with you. And you know what? The thing that's rather interesting, a lot of you out there don't even know it yet. You don't even know you have situations similar to this because it's in your future. Okay, this is getting way too philosophical. Case in point, scenario number one. And I'll try to keep this pretty short due to the fact that it's really not very complicated, but I think it's poignant. I think it's important. I think it's imperative that you absorb this kind of information out there when you're dealing with TIAA. So this individual uh, reached out to me after watching, of course, one of my short YouTube clips. Started asking me very basic questions. Nothing too sophisticated at all. You know, typically I get these 
uh, questions, comments quite often. And typically, when this occurs, it's someone that's just uh, starting their career out, you know, younger individual and trying to get more education around their TIAA accounts, which is perfectly fine, of course, perfectly fine. Now, come to find out, this individual was almost 70 years old and getting ready to retire. I think he was in, you know, within one or two years, something like that. And, of course, the way I found out is just by asking more questions and gathering more information. Uh, and he formed, the way he formed one or two of his questions kind of gave gave away what was going on here. Basically, the bottom line is that he was under the impression that since he's been with TIAA for the last 35 years, he was under some sort of obligation, maybe not, not a legal obligation, some sort of obligation to keep his money with TIAA after separation of service. Of course, in his case, retirement. Now, I know a lot of you out there, I can see it. A lot of you out there may be rolling your eyes and and thinking to yourself, of course you can move your money to a different vendor once you retire. But you know what? There are a lot of folks out there that don't know that, quite honestly. In fact, this person had spoken with TIAA reps a number of times. The reason he did so is that they, he and the rep over at TIA, wanted to put together some game plans over the course of many, many phone calls and Zoom calls. And it never dawned on him to even ask if he can transfer to a different company. And of course, no fault of their own, no TIA rep afforded him that information with the game plans that were proposed. So this guy I'm speaking about that reached out to me, he was just over the moon. Yes, I'm 47 years old and I still use that, that term over the moon. So he was over the moon when he found out this information for various reasons I won't dive into. Uh, but fast, let's fast forward this to just a little bit. This individual's retirement plan ended up combining both Schwab and TIAA to accomplish his financial goals. And he was a smart guy. He figured this stuff out on his own, so he did it himself. I did help him out a smidgen, so I, you know, I don't leave that part out. I did help him out, and from what I recall, this guy actually sent me a gift card. So if you're listening out there, you know who you are. I appreciate it. You sent me a $40 gift card to my favorite lunch spot after we spoke on the phone. You figured out figured out where I like to eat. I like to walk down the street to a certain uh, establishment there, and you sent me a gift card for 40 bucks. Hey, you may laugh out there, but worth every penny to me. That was worth my my time uh, spent with this individual. And in gratification, knowing that uh, his game plan worked out for him, stuff he learned from me that he never would have found out. Now, I tell you this first story, not really to tell you the details of this individual not knowing you know, he could transfer his money out, uh, upon separation or, or retirement in his in his instance. But you all out there have, in my opinion, the most complicated retirement plan with TIA that I've ever seen across the, the, the retirement plan landscape. Um, TIA takes the, takes the cake, so to speak, in terms of complication. You must exhaustively, you out there must exhaustively ask questions and gather as much information as you can. I can't emphasize this enough. Okay, and I'm going to piggyback off that here in just a bit, but let's dive into scenario number two. Now, for a lot of you out there, I know for a fact you're going to relate to what I'm about to share with you. I'm going to recite, almost verbatim, an email I received the other day. So, and without further ado, here it is, okay? This is part of it, and I've left off the first part of it. I'm kind of getting to the nuts and bolts of it. So, uh, again, here it is. In quotes here, thank you for the podcasts and for helping me amass the courage to move my money to Schwab except for that bit that's stuck in an annuity. He put that in parentheses there. What a pain in the butt TIAA has proven to be to deal with. Nice people, but broken and archaic. User unfriendly, 
ways of getting things done, done wrong, done late, etc. Then he goes on saying some other things, including trying to persuade me, again, one of these folks out there trying to persuade me into publishing some sort of guide for those in higher education with TIA accounts, TIA accounts, which of course I greatly appreciate, but scares the heck out of me. So now the reason I share this with you is that most of you are in this camp, okay? I can't I can't emphasize this enough. Think to yourself, why else are you listening to a podcast right now about TIAA stuff? Okay, sure, some of you out there, you certainly enjoy this kind of stuff and are looking to further your education around your accounts. I get it. Uh, but most of you have basically just reached your boiling point and are looking for outside help. How do I know this? I know this because a lot of you have reached out to me. Now, I encourage you to think about this proposition I'm about to put in front of you. So instead of going through this inevitable, futile exercise of dealing with the TIAA reps regarding your situation, would it be worth your time to have an independent voice in your corner quarterbacking this whole situation with your best interest in mind as your fiduciary? Now, by no means am I saying me, but someone, someone, someone. I promise, folks, there are other folks out there like me that are willing to help you out with this complicated TIAA mess. I'm not alone in this space. There are others like me out there. Lastly, during this short episode, I'll apologize you know, to some of you out there. I don't know why, but I feel like it's necessary to apologize to some of you out there. Uh, this episode certainly wasn't for everyone. So if you found that, uh, I guess if you've wasted a certain part of your day by listening to this and and come to realize you'll never get that time back. I truly am sorry. But most of you out there can certainly relate to the two scenarios I just presented. Either you're relating to them in present time or your future self will relate to them. You just don't know it yet. How's that for a philosophical ending? Either way, folks, I, I do truly hope your TIAA journey through retirement is as seamless as you think it'll be. But always remember that if you need someone to hold your hand, figuratively speaking, please feel free to reach out to me and we'll see what I can do for you or just point you in the right direction. A little bit of a sappy, feel-good episode. That's kind of mood I'm in today. Kansas City here in the Midwest, most of you know where I live. It's like 70 degrees here, uh, just the beginning of February 2024. How could you not be in a good mood, folks? As always, I end these episodes by telling you all, to have a good one and take control of your retirement today. Take care, folks. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again. S&A Financial Services is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.